Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, E-Society Podcast. And this is the end of year list. But before I go any further, it's the Nez. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Uh, we're here. This is going to be a few shows. So we're going to, um, well, I guess we can, since we're, we're doing Disney Plus shows, because uh, we're going to do a regular separate TV shows, uh, a separate episode. But um, let's let's combine uh, the the t- the Disney Plus TV shows with comic book movies to keep it all on the same subject matter. Is that cool? Uh, sure. Um, I got eight comic book movies. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I just have uh, the three written down. Oh well, I guess four because. Uh, I don't know. Is that a? Is that a? Is a one shot special? that a movie or is that a TV show? That's a, that I have those on TV shows. Okay. Well, let's uh, kick off with uh, the Disney's plus TV shows. There was a, a ton of stuff on there. So it's not just Marvel and Star Wars. There was a, a couple other things on, on there, but we might have different uh, numbers for uh, other things, because Zisu's watched like probably way more Disney Plus than I have, and uh, I just watched <laughs> Star Wars and Marvel and one other show. I haven't even dabbled in, in any of the other things, but um, right. Uh, I'll kick it off uh, with the Disney Plus show. This is uh, Life Below Zero, First Alaskans. I think it came out this year. If if it didn't, then then I'm off. But I thought that was a really good show. Uh, I did talk about it on the regular show and these, the, the Alaskans, those people up there, man, they, they keep it real. I mean, I try to keep it as much uh, real as possible, but not like, not like them. They were up there living off the land and battling the elements. I mean, I'm complaining when it's cold in the house, but it, it ain't cold like it was up there when it's like instantly freeze within seconds. But uh, it was a really, really good show. Uh, I got about uh, halfway through the the series, but I really loved what was going on. If you guys haven't checked out Life Below Zero, uh, First Alaskans, definitely, definitely check that show out. So, yeah, that's going to be coming in at my number nine spot. All right. Uh, For me, I'm going to kick things off with a show I was really looking forward to. It was initially scheduled to come out Two thousand twenty-one, but it slipped to twenty-two, uh, and that was Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, the superhero fan with an imagination, particularly when it comes to Captain Marvel. Kamala feels like she doesn't fit in the school and sometimes even at home. That until she gets superpowers like the heroes she's looked up to. Yeah, this was a show I was really looking forward to, and I was. Uh, Happy when it hit. Uh, it looks like we may only get the one season, sadly. But thankfully, the character will continue in the MCU. And we'll see her uh, in the upcoming uh, The Marvels uh, film with uh, Monica Rambeau and Carol Danvers. All the different uh, Captain Marvels coming together. So, But yeah, uh, I thought this show 
was awesome. It had that uh, kind of young styling of uh, especially uh, the first of the uh, MCU Spider-Man movies, uh, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. It had that kind of scribbly vibe to it. I loved the uh, opening title sequence and everything like that. Uh, almost all these Marvel shows do a really good job on that. But uh, yeah, this was long awaited and uh, I was really excited once it hit. Yeah, that was a good show. That's uh, a little uh, further up on my list, but <laughs> I did love the show. I thought it was awesome. Uh, my next one, this is actually on HBO Max, and we, we just kind of thought about it at the last second, but Peacemaker from uh, HBO Max, the uh, John Cena show, it's uh, picking up where the Suicide Squad, uh, the 2021 film, left off. Peacemaker returns home after recovering from his encounter with Bloodsport, um, only to discover that his freedom comes at a price. This show was just hilarious. Uh, I do want to see the further adventures of Peacemaker. Uh, hopefully, he pops into one of these, one of these movies somewhere in this DC expanded universe or whatever the hell they're calling it. I know they they're all over the place with their films. I mean, they got they got excited with one thing, and the next thing you know. Uh, some guys not a part of it anymore, and we'll we'll get to that when we get to comic book movies. But the Peacemaker, it was an awesome show. I really enjoyed it. It's nine episodes. Uh, other than John Cena, we had a bunch a bunch of really good actors in it. Uh, Danielle Brooks, she was probably my favorite in it. And T one thousand Patrick, uh, Robert Patrick, uh, <laughs> uh, Peacemaker's dad, he was awesome. Um, this is not for the kids, the language and everything that's going on in it and the nudity and all that was all over the place uh, in this in this show. So definitely uh, don't watch it with the kids unless you don't care what your kids watch. But um, if your kids are just fans of John Cena and they're young, I don't think this will be um, something that they, they should watch. But uh, that's my opinion. You guys uh, police your own children. But yeah, Peacemaker coming in at my number eight spot. Yeah, I would say that's a good spot for me to put that show to, so uh, I can talk about it a little. Um, looks like it is getting a second season here in 2023. The interesting thing is uh, the guy behind it, uh, James Gunn, he's now in charge. He's the new him and this other guy are the the head of the new DC going forward. So uh, it's interesting, a project that he was involved with. Yeah, now he's the head guy. Uh, I'd be real surprised, obviously, if Peacemaker wasn't part of his plans. It is, it's interesting how he is kind of a little all over the place with like, what who will remain and how they're going to do what because uh we know for sure that uh, uh this last superman he's out now for good which is interesting because like he had just announced he was coming back and then they're like no we're gonna do a, a younger superman and then he walked back statements that gal gadot was done so she might still be around but so, yeah, it seems like it's all over the place. But like you were saying, um, Peacemaker, great show. 
uh, obviously, like you were saying, hyper-violent. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was, it really was just an awesome show. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, more of it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to see the further adventures uh, of Peacemaker. So Right. All right. Um, up to my number seven. This is probably way higher on your list, but we're going with the book of Boba Fett. Um, way higher. That was, it started the end of last year, right? Then rolled in. Uh, it's, it, it like the first episode dropped like the last week of December. Yeah. So I remember actually we talked last year and the last year, of the end of year list, we said, Oh, it's only one episode in. We can't include it on the lists last year. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> I did do a rewatch, but I think I enjoyed some of the other uh, Star Wars or uh, well, Marvel, Star Wars, everything. I, I enjoyed some of those shows a little more. Uh, I love just to see that we that Boba Fett made his return, and uh, my complaints about it. This isn't the Boba Fett that I knew about when I was a kid. This is something totally different. But with that being said. Awesome, awesome characters that they brought into amazing uh, special effects, uh, amazing practical effects, and just all around. Yeah, and then, of course, uh, the bonus of Mando coming in, uh, Din Djarin, that was awesome. Uh, but that just seemed like a Mandalorian episode, but <clears throat> we didn't make this. Uh, but it was good. It did uh, get us out of the how did he get out of the Sarlacc pit, and they showed it. So I uh, wish it had been a little bit more, but hey, it was what it was. It's awesome. We're getting more, the more adventures of uh, Boba Fett. So can't wait for, uh, for that to come out. But yeah, that's coming in in my uh, number seven spot, the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I'll have more to say about that uh, shortly. But uh, for my number seven spot, uh, my first Star Wars entry here in the uh, countdown I'm going with the animated uh, shorts series Tales of the Jedi, which mainly focused on uh, short stories of Ahsoka and Count Dooku. Um, I talked about this a little on the show right after it came out. And yeah, this was definitely one of the more interesting Star Wars projects ever done. Um, it was interesting that it aired, you know, at the same time as Andor, because that's one of the more interesting and different Star Wars series there's been. And this is the same for Tales of the Jedi, even though it fits in with the animation of Bad Batch and Clone Wars and Rebels. Uh, this series was like really moody and atmospheric. Uh, pretty dark i would say it's it's kind of like dark tales very minimal dialogue like i said real moody but uh it's got a really cool effect to it and it tells it tells some it fills in a storyline of uh, little moments that uh you would have loved to see and now here they play out like uh you get uh, uh ahsoka's youth when she was just a baby you get count dooku when he was still a jedi you got dooku right when um he's like making that 
decision that the the big moment of uh, uh, light side to dark side, and then um, you also get the cool a cool Ahsoka story of um, after her Clone Wars, after she's kind of during you know the dark times, like kind of in hiding, and like. Uh, the event, you get the story and the event and the moment that kind of brings her back into the fight and into the rebellion and how she can't just stay on the sidelines anymore. So uh, cool stories and uh, makes me wonder. I mean, this was just a little six episode thing. Um, I'd love to see them do it again and like maybe more characters just actually truly do tales like the, the the name of the series Tales of the Jedi actually made me think we were going to get more, but it really was focused uh, pretty much uh, centered around Ahsoka and Dooku. So I'd love to see it continue. And yeah, let's give just little short stories about other Jedi, just little one shots. That'd be cool. But yeah, this was a cool ster- series. And like I said, it was really different from uh, most Star Wars. All right. Um I didn't see any of that, so I, I can't really comment. But right. <laughs> ZZ's a bit, the more Star Wars watch, bigger a Star Wars watcher than I am. But all right, uh, my number six, I'm going to the the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Uh, Star Lord, Drax, Rocket, Mantis, and Groot engage in some spirited shenanigans in an all new original special created by for Disney Plus. It's directed, written, directed by James Gunn, and stars all. Everybody, you guys already know who they are. Uh, if you did listen to our <clears throat> our first episode of our um, 12 Random Days of Christmas, uh, we ran through the whole thing, and this was just awesome. It was just a total surprise for me, um, mainly because I did, really didn't care for the last Guardians film, but this was awesome. I loved it. Uh, I've watched it a few times, and I'm just definitely going to watch this. Uh, hopefully, we get another holiday special next year but i don't know we'll see how it goes but um i'll definitely rewatch it again next holiday season but yeah that's coming in at my number six yeah um just as this kind of list was evolving i realized that we're gonna need to put in these one shots uh so yeah i'm definitely gonna have to squeeze that in here but for my next one uh will be another from the marvel uh cinematic universe and that this was uh she hulk this one i thought was a lot of fun it's just like what i was looking for out of it uh, fun and carefree uh, wasn't for everybody but uh, i enjoyed it had a ton of cameos that were really fun uh, Abomination and Hulk and Wong and, you know, uh, the, the frog suit guy and Daredevil. So, yeah, and it was just like I, I actually did enjoy the lightness of it. Um, this is another one. I don't know if it will continue, but I know that. Tatiana Maslany's uh, She-Hulk uh, in some fashion or form will continue somewhere. Um, maybe a Daredevil TV appearance. Maybe if they do a Hulk movie, I don't know. But uh, she's definitely got a 
spot somewhere in the MCU. So that's what's interesting, because even when these shows, maybe they don't work out on uh, Disney+, Plus, uh, these characters have entered the MCU, so no going back on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going I'm to jump in right here. Uh, yeah, She-Hulk is my next one, and this one, was, it was awesome. I, I loved it. I mean, all the cameos. But what's her name? She stole it. I want more of her. Uh, Madison. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want more of her. Uh, Patty Guggenheim. Uh, if you guys have seen... Um, uh, it was a show. Um, it was like a part two. The, the binge or whatever. Um I watched that Christmas one. She was in it. She was awesome in that. But yeah, she she stole my heart uh, in this. She was only in that one episode, but <laughs> yeah, that was enough Still, for me. Yeah, you're she not was the only a, one too. That's I swear. Anytime I read anything about She Hulk online, everybody mentioned her, and <laughs> that they needed at the very least maybe do like a one shot, like they did with uh, Guardians and Werewolf. Yeah, but this show was awesome. Uh, Jennifer Walters navigates a uh, compelled life as a single 30-something attorney who also happens to be a green 6-foot, 7-inch super-powered Hulk. Uh, I liked it. Yeah, a lot of people didn't. And um, was the CGI the greatest? It was kind of hit and miss for me. There was times where it looked awesome, and then there was times where it looks like they just, ah, this is good enough, and just put it out. But uh, I didn't have an issue with what was going on. Uh, I know a lot of people did. A lot of people hated this show and tore it apart, but we didn't. We, man, we both enjoyed it. Uh, it made our list. So, but um, I want more. Uh, can she hold a whole movie? Hmm. I don't know. But but this is basically a movie. But uh, I don't know. I mean, if she's in a movie, I don't know if she can hold it all by herself but i think if um she pops in maybe in the next hulk movie if we ever get that um right. I, I think it would be the hulk and she hulk why not have a have a good it'd be make just make it a comedy and let us enjoy uh what's going on in that but um yeah this show is awesome i know everyone flipped out when uh what was the rapper's name Megan, yeah, that uh, I, I never really cared for that song, but that part was funny. Um, but everyone, like that, the internet like blew up. Oh my god, this is what the MCU is doing. I'm <laughs> like, uh, all right, whatever. Hold on, let me go back really quick. Um, hey, the GoBots are a part of the MCU. If you guys have seen, oh, yeah, that's right. We didn't yeah. mention that in our uh, when we talked about it when we did that episode when uh, Drax was beating up um, Psykiel. And uh, I guess Psycho kill or killed his family, Drax's family, or something like that. I want to see that now. Uh, <laughs> if you're gonna bring the GoBots into the MCU, please. Um, I was a fan of the GoBots. Uh, give me that. But I, I don't know. We probably won't. But uh, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. I thought it was an awesome show, and it both it both it made both of our lists. So, what do you got next? Uh, up next for me, um, it's, it's hard. It's hard choices. I love, I love all these. Like it's hard, really hard to rank these, but, uh, at number five for me, I'm going to go with, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, uh, 
awesome to see Ewan McGregor return and uh, even more exciting in a way to see Hayden Christensen return as uh, Vader and uh, to get the moment that he did, especially that uh, finale moment between them, obviously, spoiler alert, I'm going to step on a little bit. It's been out a while. It really shouldn't be that big of a spoiler, but um, man, that that moment, I just watched it again with Jade here the other day, and um, that one, it hits for me so much more even than uh, Into Revenge of the Sith, and you were my brother, and you were the chosen one, and all this and that. Like, don't get me wrong, that's great, but like this one, uh, it's if this one felt even more like emotional, even he's like, you know, that, uh, you know, sorry for everything and everything like that. Like, and just the way the light was shining on them from the sabers. So cool. But, uh, series as a whole, I, I loved it. Uh, and, um, I'd love to, I'd love to see more of this too. I know that, uh, Ewan McGregor is up for it. So, uh, I think it did uh, well enough as far as the views. I remember hearing uh, when that first episode dropped early that uh, the night before, because the Star Wars celebration was going on, that uh, it had at that time at least become the most watched uh, Disney Plus show thing that they had was that first episode of Obi-Wan. So. But yeah, like I said, it's hard to rank. I, it feels crazy to put that at that spot. But uh, he's got to he's got to be in some kind of order. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to Obi Wan in a minute. Um, my number four was uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, we already talked about it. Uh, this awesome, awesome show. I didn't even want to really watch this one, but I'm like, you know what? Let's. Let me watch one episode to see if um, if I'm gonna like it or not. I think I waited until no, it wasn't done yet. I think I had like one one or two episodes that I had to to wait um, each week. But a few episodes that are how many episodes was this series? Um, wasn't that many, was there? Um, six episodes. Six, yeah. I think the first four were up. And I said, well, let me just watch this first one. And then that was all it took. It it sunk its hooks, uh, its meat hooks into me. And I was on board for this whole show. And I just thought it was awesome from beginning to end. I know it was geared more towards the, the younger audience. But as just as a fan of just Marvel studio stuff and, and comic books and everything. But um, this little gal, man, she sold it as Kamala Khan, Kamala Khan, uh, Iman Valani. Um, I thought she was awesome. Her dad, her mom and dad were just as awesome and her friends and everything. So yeah, the Marvels is when we're going to get her again. So I can't wait for that I, to come out, but Miss yeah. Marvel. Yeah. It's coming in at my number four spot. I just remembered to the, part that always got me like i always kept going back to as it like cracked me up was when the dad played the the hulk and he bust in the room rah, rah! <laughs> hella funny that <laughs> cracked me up so much <laughs> yeah this whole series was awesome i watched it twice i, I loved it it was just so amazing well yep. excuse me what do you got next all right, uh, give me a little two for one here because, like I said, we uh, 
formed this on the fly as far as I actually had this on uh, my comic book movies, but then, you know, it just happens with these lists. So give me a little two for one and let me go uh, Guardians Holiday Special and Werewolf by Night, the Marvel one shots. Uh, are going to come in at number four for me. Uh, you already talked about Guardians. I loved it so much. Hopefully you listened to our episode, like Nez mentioned, and because um, we went full deep dive. We covered start to finish, and uh, yeah, I couldn't have been happier with this. Uh, I'd love to see them uh, uh, do another one of these, too, uh, just as much as I'd love to see them do... Uh, Werewolf by Night, which was going to make my, uh, if we were, it was going to be on the films, comic book films list, it would have made my list. Um, really excited for this when it came out, and I thought it really delivered. Cool, because uh, first-time director who's often a score composer, a music guy, um, so that was really cool to see him come in, and there are so many uh, nods to retro cinema and like the OG uh, monster films, that was cool to see. Uh, obviously, you, out front is is Man Thing was awesome. Uh, they nailed it. So fun. Uh, I thought the the relationship between uh, the uh, werewolf and Man Thing it felt like uh, that Rocket Groot relationship, which I love. So. Uh, exciting to uh, have that go down. And uh, yeah, it's just so rewatchable too. I think during Halloween month, I, I must've watched it at least five times. And then we did the, uh, uh, the 31 days of horror pod where we covered it, where I, I had it running then. So we hit every moment uh, on that. So yeah, a little uh, two for one for you here at my number four spot, werewolf by night and the guardians holiday. All right, uh, my number three is Andor. Uh, prequel series of Star Wars Rogue One, an era filled with danger, deception, and intrigue. Cassian will embark on the path that is destined to turn him into a rebel hero. Uh, this was was more of just like a slow soap opera, really. Um, there wasn't... Uh, a lot, a lot. I mean, there was action in it, but it wasn't like every single episode was, was packed full of action and everything. But the dialogue and the performance from um, Diego Luna was just amazing. Um, everybody in it, but I mean, he he's Cassian Andor. That's I mean, he's popped up in a bunch of other things, but I I all I see him as that now. And this show just proved to me. He, I thought he was awesome in Rogue One, and even in that stupid movie Flatliners. Uh, all I saw was Cassian. But um, oh my god, I I was excited when we both of us were excited when we when we heard this was coming. But once it hit, I was like, oh man! And and we're getting more, so that's even yeah. Just oh, please, please give me more. But this show was amazing. Uh, I really loved what was going on and everything. And Diego Luna, I, mean, I just, I think they could keep this going for like multiple seasons before we actually get to to Rogue One. So right. I, I don't know what they're gonna do, but will they give us more? Who knows? But uh, at least I, season two, at least season two is happening. We know. That. Give me, give me a season three <laughs> if you can, 
Um, but I don't know what else he's got on, on uh, coming down the pike or anything. But yeah, man, Diego Luna is Cassian Andor, and that's coming in in my uh, number uh, three spot. Yes, and for me as well, uh, as I talked about a bunch on the pod, it's amazing to me to see the uh, critical and fan love that this show gets. It's uh, very much universally loved. I just didn't get the mass uh, critical watching, which is interesting. Um, But I hear production is underway on season two, so... Glad we're getting that. And yeah, like you were saying, uh, completely different take on Star Wars. Star Wars is never the type of thing that slows down and has monologue or dialogue or something like that. Star Wars is known to be fast moving, fast paced, you know, minimal dialogue and we're moving and we're moving. But uh, this one, interesting that it really did uh, get into the whole nature of the rebellion and the empire. It's always been easy to just say, you know, rebel good guys and empire bad guys. But it was interesting here, like they really examined uh, the nature of rebellion and how different people are in the rebellion for different reasons. And it really is was like, you know, scattered and whatnot. And then you got the empire and, and this shows another level of, um, you know, what was wrong with them and why they were, uh, you know, the villains of the galaxy and the, the tyranny that they brought. So, uh, but far and away, like I've mentioned before on the regular show, my favorite part of the show is, uh, Stellan Skarsgård, Stellan Skarsgård's character, uh, Luthen rail, uh, love his character. Um, so can't wait to see uh, more of him. Uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. Loved his performance. Um, he had a speech uh, pretty late in the series that uh, seems like it's going to go down in Star Wars lore where he talks about uh, what he sacrifices for the rebellion. <laughs> so... But yeah, loved it, and uh, Andor is also at number three for me. Yeah, uh, it was just, oh my god, this is this. I mean, I'm, uh, I love the original trilogy. I love the prequels and the, the stuff afterward that everyone just couldn't get behind. But um, this this show, awesome, awesome. If you even if you're not a Star Wars fan. And you and you kind of know who the Empire is and all that. Check this show out. Just just watch it. I mean, if you if you, if you love it, then go back and watch the other ones. If you got if your kids got Disney Plus and you don't watch any of it, you only got it for them. Check this out. This isn't this isn't uh, little kid Star Wars. This is uh, more grown up. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it was it was like a so it was played out like a soap opera. So I really right. enjoyed it. But <clears throat> yeah, all right. Uh, on to my uh, number two spot, uh, sticking with Star Wars, Obi-Wan. Oh, man, I, <laughs> that, that show that was amazing. It it put tears in my eyes. Right. Um, just I, I couldn't believe how awesome this was. I mean, to, when we first found out at uh, Star Wars Celebration a few years back, when uh, Ewan McGregor came out and said... Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it again. Ooh, 
And it just gave me goosebumps. I, I couldn't believe it. And we just could not wait until it was um, up and going. Hold on. Huh? The whole thing. Not the black thing. Pull that little clear thing out. Unhook the, the tube. Sorry, everyone. The tube and the mask thing and just put it in the kitchen. Sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> Excuse me. Still got this cough. But Obi-Wan, um, Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi has saved uh, young Leia. Oh, my God. After she was kidnapped, all while being pursued by the Imperial Inquisitors and his former Padawan, now known as Darth Vader. Just, oh, my God. Um, the Vivian Lara Blair, Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher, rest in peace. We love you. We miss you. But this little gal did her justice. Um, and you semi know her, which is even crazier. I know her parents. I, I didn't know her. Did right. She, when I when I knew her parents, they didn't have kids yet. Right. <laughs> they were being rock stars. But um, and Hayden Christensen coming back as Darth Vader. Um, yeah, we got to see him without the the mask. I, I really didn't like the. When they made him look young again, uh, but during the that was during Attack of the Clones era when they showed him. But hearing James Earl Jones' voice, uh, the Vader, oh, awesome! And young Ice Cube to see him in this was awesome. Uh, even uh, Julio Gonzalez, Jimmy Smith, him coming back, awesome! And uh, I just I couldn't get enough of this show. It was just so amazing. I mean. Uh, Sir Alec Guinness, he, he's always the number number one Obi-Wan. But Ewan McGregor, when the prequels, did him justice. And for him to come back after so, when was Revenge of the Sith? Was that 90? No. No, Revenge of the Sith was 2005. Yeah, and to come back in 2022, 2021, when they probably filmed it all. But, oh, my gosh. It was amazing. And... Supposedly he was the same age, or <laughs> I don't know how how it all went, but uh, we did know that Luke came back uh, at the same age as Alec Guinness uh, in the original Star Wars, so that was awesome as well. But Obi Wan, I want more. Uh, like Disease, who said, you McGregor said, yeah, I'll do more. Yeah, definitely do more. And if they did more, would they bring Hayden Christensen back again for more I battles? So. I. I so, I don't know about with Obi-Wan because I don't know if yeah. he would dare step on that again, but I think they'd bring him back for just like other. Yeah, I, that, that would be fun. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to see them battle again. Right. But what we saw was amazing. If you guys haven't seen it and just just want to see that, somebody put so it on good. YouTube. So good. Oh, man. I still want to go to, uh, I'm sure maybe someone did a San Diego Comic-Con uh, we didn't go. Well, we're going next year for sure. I don't care. But um, <clears throat> um, the cosplayers. I'm sure somebody went to work because I do. I do watch this one guy on on TikTok. Uh, he makes helmets and everything, and he did make that Darth Vader helmet with the with the half of it cut off. Oh man, that oh, so cool. that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I I just couldn't believe it. it. It was just it was such an amazing show. Um, didn't make my number one spot, uh, but it's it, it, out of the Star Wars stuff. It, it was number one to me. 
Right. Um, again, Andor was amazing, um, but I've been more of a fan of Obi-Wan and Ewan McGregor just a little bit longer than uh, Diego Luna. He only gave us the one movie and then this awesome TV series. But Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi, amazing, amazing show. It sucked. It was only six episodes, but hey, it was better than nothing. And we're getting more. Hopefully we get more. My fingers are crossed. We get more. But yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi is coming in at my number two spot. Cool. All right. For me at number two, uh, very hard choice. Even as we were talking on this. I think I, I swapped my one and two uh, back and forth a couple times, but uh, in the end, uh, it made sense for uh, where I went with it. So uh, coming in at number two, a show I talked about all year and my love for it. Couldn't talk you into it, but uh, I love it so, so much and uh, really hope they do more. It's the least connected Marvel Cinematic Universe show that there is, um, there pretty much is no connection to any other part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. And this was Moon Knight, uh, Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight, uh, Ethan Hawke also in it, uh, F. Murray Abraham as Khonshu, uh, awesome looking character. Um, so many cool things, uh, surprises. I love the way this plays out. Uh, the best way to describe this uh, is uh, Mr. Robot in the MCU. So uh, you tell me that, and uh, yeah, it's like perfect to me. Uh, love Mr. Robot. It was our inspiration for E Society, F Society. So uh, yeah, Moon Knight was awesome and i really hope they continue uh i did see some recently where he also said he's he's ready to go he's up for it so they just need uh the green light to continue and if they want to stay in their own little corner of the marvel cinematic universe and do their thing that's that's fine uh i heard they almost brought in um uh, Kamal Ninjani uh, as his uh, Eternals character uh, almost made an appearance, but uh, they spent the budget elsewhere. So, <laughs> but yeah, was even I, awesome in Boba Fett. Was right, it Boba Fett? Right. Yes. Yeah, he was in there. Yeah. Or no, 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 no. Um, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, Moon Knight uh, at my number two easily. Could have been my number one show of the year. I loved it, and uh, I'll I'll rewatch it for years to come. I only got one episode, no, two episodes in. I think I don't know, but I just, I couldn't do it, everyone. But uh, I'll eventually finish it. As soon as I'm done, I'll let you guys know what I thought. Let about me know. Thing. Yeah, let me know. But coming <laughs> in at my number, coming in hot at my number one. Nothing beat this one, and I didn't even want to watch it. It was only 52 minutes long. And it was a one-shot werewolf by night. This uh, was yeah. fucking <laughs> awesome. Other than Man-Thing, yeah, I was, oh, I, I couldn't believe it. But this was, for me, loving and growing up watching the Universal Monster films. Uh, werewolf, he's not my favorite Universal Monster. Creature from the Black Lagoon is. But what they did with this one was just, obviously, these guys watched 
all the stuff that I just mentioned. And they put a lot of it in and just gave it uh, the to Michael. I can't even pronounce his last name. Gia, Gia Chano or Giacchino, however. But it was just awesome. The characters were in it. I wanted way more in this. I, I just, uh, I, I wish it was like a full movie or a TV series. I would have been awesome with that. But I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, more um, definitely give me more man thing. I, I want that. Give him a TV show. Um, but I just loved it. the The black and white was amazing. Um, the the special effects, the CGI, and the practical effects in it were cool. Um, everything about this show was awesome. And I remember seeing the trailers and not really paying attention. And I, I must have just like like I said, I must not have been paying attention. I didn't even see Man Thing in in the trailers. But when he popped in in this, I was just oh my god! I, I was that was it. I was on board. And um, I think this yeah this came out after all the Star Wars stuff. Uh, Obi Wan was my number one show until this came out. Um, I think I've been a, more of a fan of Universal Monsters before I was a Star Wars fan. So I think that's really why I love this one so much. It, it was it was awesome. I watched it, I don't know how many times. And uh, I'm going to watch it again, just talking about it. Because this, this right. was this was amazing. I loved it. it. Is. I couldn't so believe it. <laughs> listen to If you guys didn't listen to our 31 Days of Horror when we did this one, we, yeah, we broke the whole thing down. Whole thing. But man, <laughs> this was awesome. Yeah, this is a Werewolf by Night. Coming in at my number one spot for uh, comic book, Star Wars, TV shows, or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, Werewolf by Night, number one. All right. And uh, yeah, it was a given for me. You haven't heard me talk about it now. Uh, so you had to figure it was coming here at the number one spot. Uh, easy for me. It's uh, It's got to be uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, we started the year with it. And um, this, just as far as my personal interests the things i like this hits so many things that i love my very favorite parts of star wars it was all given to me here uh i love the fet boba fett is uh his mythosaurus skull is uh the star wars tattoo i have so fet's always been uh, important and special to me tatooine as a whole the tuscan raiders are some of my favorites chrysanthemum we eventually got the Mandalorian and Grogu and um, uh, even what's her name? Pelly. Uh, she returned for this. Um, just so many things. My favorite parts of Star Wars were, were, were in here. So uh, this is like 100% something that I'm going to be re-watching all the time. I'm excited. We're getting uh, Mandalorian season three here starts uh, March 1st. Uh, so really looking forward to that. Um, I'm curious if they'll like return the favor and we'll get like a, uh, a little bit of fit there. I get the feeling from the trailers, at least they don't hint at that at all. So my guess would be most likely no, um, uh, Supposedly, um, the rumor is that they will do another Book of Boa Fett at some point, and it'll be 
based around uh, the rivalry between uh, Boba Fett and Mace Windu. That's how uh, Sam Jackson's Mace Windu will return to the Star Wars universe, supposedly. Uh, that's the rumor. Obviously, nothing official. Uh, I know uh, Tamira Morrison wants it. I know Sam Jackson wants it, but uh, we'll see if they can get it done. But yeah, this one, uh, it was just like I said, for me, just it hit so many things that I just love so much. So uh, Fett easily was my favorite of the bunch this year and something that I'll I'll watch for years to come. <laughs> All right, everyone. That was our uh, Disney Plus slash HBO Max <laughs> Star Wars and Marvel stuff. So Yeah, comic book e ish <clears throat> Star Wars y <laughs> up. And with that we're gonna keep it going. We're gonna roll into uh comic book movies. Um I'll kick it off. Uh, I got eight movies. I, I'm not really sure how many Isu has. Um, but uh, I'm going to start it off with a film that came out on um, Amazon uh, Prime Video. The uh, the great Sylvester Stallone. And this is Samaritan. A young boy learns that a superhero was thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago may in fact still be around. Uh, again, Sylvester Stallone, uh, Javon Juana Walton, and a bunch of other people in, in this. Um, and the Shaolin Fantastic, uh, Shamik Moore, he's in this. Uh, for those of you that watched, um, what the hell was that? The Get Down. <clears throat> um, but this, it was cool. I ended up watching it twice because uh, I was like, I wasn't the first time, I think I talked about it on the show. I was like, eh, it was okay. I mainly watched it because I'm a huge Sylvester Stallone fan, so that was uh, why I did I did watch it. Um, it. It was slow at parts, but for what it was, it, it was a cool little um, comic book superhero movie. The comic book, I can't. I think it was called Samaritan. Um, I guess I should have had all that pulled up, but um, yeah, go go look it up. But it, it was cool. I, I liked what it was. Um, the fighting and all that was good. Was it all Sylvester? Probably not. But it, it was still a good um, little uh, movie for those. If you guys haven't seen it uh, and you have Amazon, definitely check it out. It is worth watching. Um, I had to watch it um, twice to to make sure that I could add it to this because yeah, we got comic book movies, but there wasn't really a lot, a lot. So, but yeah. Um, that's uh, coming in at my number one, at my number eight spot, uh, Samaritan. I don't know how many movies you have, so take it away. Looks like only uh, five on my list. I did a quick internet search to see if there's any that was missing, and uh, there's some I haven't seen. So, well, yeah, let me just I'm look, let me just give you uh, my six, seven and six. Uh, they're, yeah, they're yeah, probably on yours. Um, um, coming in at my number seven, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. I watched it again. It was all right. I mean, I was I was a super duper excited. Taika was coming back to make another Thor, because after Ragnarok, which was amazing, um, the trailers I was hyped for, but it it was all right. It it, it wasn't the greatest out of the Thor films, but 
Um, always good to see um, Chris Chris Hemsworth come in, and Natalie Portman came back, and Christian Bale as Gore, the the God Butcher, and Russell Crowe as Zeus. I thought he was awesome in it. Taika, of course, as Krog and everything. But yeah, the movie was what it was. Thor enlists the help of Valkyrie Korg and his ex-girlfriend Jane Foster to fight Gore, the God Butcher, who intends to make the gods extinct. Um, I watched it twice just to make sure. Maybe the second time. I did like some. There were, there were some of the things I saw uh, the second time around. I did laugh a little bit more, but it just it it didn't grab me like some of these other films, especially this next film, which I'm going to talk about because I know everybody hated it. But I ended up watching it three times just to make sure. Um, and I love um, what's his nuts? Hold on, how the hell do you spell this? Oh, here it is. And now uh, this came out, I want to say earlier in the year, um, with the Sony stuff. It ain't the greatest. We got those two crappy uh, Venom films and uh, Morbius uh, with Jared Leto. I know a lot of people were like, what the hell's happening in this? And now it's a part of Spider-Man and uh, what's his name? Vulture popped up in it and, and everything. But I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I love uh, Jared, Academy Award winner Jared Leto. I, I like him. I'm not that big, the biggest fan of Baby Boy. Um, what's his nuts? Um, Ty- is it Tyrese? Yeah, Tyrese Gibson. Uh, I love the movie Baby Boy, but he he gets on my nerves. But he didn't get he didn't get on my nerves in this one. He was hardly in it. But um, the biochemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself in a rare blood disease, but he inadvertently affects himself into a form of vampirism instead. Were the effects all that good? No. CGI was kind of iffy in in some spots. Um, This was not Marvel Studios. This was just Marvel, uh, a part of the Sony thing. And this is within the Spider-Verse, if you want to do that. Um, Not sure how he'll come into play. But if you do remember at the end, he does team up with Vulture. And we'll see. Um... And yeah, it, it 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 was what it was. And even what's his name uh, popped up in this. Um, Keaton. Yeah, yeah, he. I already mentioned Vulture. Um, was he Doctor Who? Uh, oh, um, was that who he was, Doctor Who? Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Him. <laughs> yeah. But hey, this movie was what it was. I mean, again, I had to watch it a few times to to enjoy it. I do own it. I had to pick up the steel book. I'm a completist. I got to have all the Marvel movies. Are they all good? No, I have both Venom films. <laughs> Will they come out with the third one? Of course, I'll buy it when it comes out. But <clears throat> yeah, to each his own. I think this is still on Netflix. So if you guys haven't seen it, um, I'm not trying to sell it to you, but I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, I took it for what it was. I knew it wasn't going to be the greatest. I knew it wasn't going to change uh, the way uh, mankind runs uh, within these comic book films. But, hey, it was a comic book movie we got in 2022. So if you have Netflix and you're bored and you were just curious or you just love Jared Leto, you probably already seen it. Uh, check out Morbius. And that's coming in at my number six. So eight Samaritan, seven Thor and Morbius is number six. All right. What do you got for number five? 
Uh, that sounds about right for me and Morbius, considering I only have five on this list. That's where it's going to land for me. I did just see it once in the theater. I thought about picking it up multiple times uh, on Blue um, during this holiday season, the uh, whole Black Friday deals. And then after that, um, I just never pulled the trigger and did it, though. Um, maybe someday I'll add it to the collection. Like you, I thought uh, it was okay, but it just... It was just, just, just okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I don't know what Sony's trying to do. We, I've said this over and over, just sound like a broken record. Just sell it to Disney so we can get uh, proper ways. I mean, apparently this is in the MCU now with just because Spider-Man and all that, but I, I don't know. But yeah, Morbius. All right, coming in at uh, my number five, uh, DC League of Super Pets. Crypto, the Super Dog, and Superman are inspired by best friends, uh, inseparable best friends, sharing the same superpowers and fighting crime side by side in Metropolis. However, Crypto must master his own powers to rescue a mission when Superman is kidnapped. This is directors, directors by Jared Stern and Sam J. Levine. Uh, multiple, multiple uh, bigwigs in this. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Crypto, Kevin Hart as Ace, Kate McKillen as Lulu, John Kaczynski as Superman, uh, Diego Luna as Chip, um, Keanu Reeves as Batman, um, John Raphael, Ben Schwartz as uh, Mark, A.K. the Guinea Pig. He was awesome. And a bunch of other people. Oh, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Jamila... Jamil, she was in uh, She-Hulk. She plays, she was a Wonder Woman. And there's a bunch of other people in this. But I thought this is a cute little movie. Uh, I threw it on for the grandkids. And they could care less. People out there shooting guns. It's the only, well, I guess it's uh, Happy New Year for everyone in New York on the East Coast. Uh, we're, it's only 9 o'clock here for us. We're doing all this New Year's Eve, everyone. Um, but I thought this movie was cool. I really enjoyed it. I am a DC fan. Um, I guess this is Crypto's first movie. I know he's popped up in things here and there, but uh, for what it was, and The Rock, he's just everywhere. Um, yeah, I thought this was a cool movie. Did you check this one out? Not yet. I saw it was uh, out there for streaming, but uh, haven't got to it yet. I've uh, been wanting to, though. It's pretty good, man. Check it out. Yep. All right, what do you got? All right, uh, number four, uh, head to uh, our first MC entry of the year, and that was uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, as a also fan of my number four. <laughs> as a fan of everything MCU, I uh, was really looking forward to this. The only thing is I wish they would have pushed it a little more as far as like the multiverse elements. There were so many little things I was hoping to see and little uh, Easter eggs and cameos that I were going to hope they were going to do and touch on. And they didn't. I realize, you know, they got to tell the stories with the characters, you know, they're working with. But uh, when you talk about the multiverse, uh, I was really hoping to see a bunch of stuff. Um, one thing I did 
read recently and I saw like the pictures to go alongside it. I don't know if you knew this when uh, America Chavez and Strange are uh, kind of tumbling through the multiverse, that scene, uh, they actually pass by a, uh, a Star Wars universe and they pass by uh, Mustafar and Vader's castle. Did you see that or hear about that? I watched this once. Well, one and a half. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you'd heard about that was a thing, but it is. <laughs> that was all about the Evil Dead stuff. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it. don't get me wrong. It had, uh, it had things like that, little Easter eggs and stuff like that. But I'm talking about, like, MCU connections and Easter eggs. I was... Uh, I thought we'd uh, get a little more of that, but uh, either way, you know, I, I, I think uh, one of my favorite things about it was uh, where they went with the uh, unexpected uh, villain storyline. I thought that was a, a fun twist, which uh, I seen I see lists all the time online, and it's interesting to see. Um, that character added to like uh, top MCU villains. <laughs> mm, I, I'm a huge Sam Raimi fan, but did he blow me away with the Spider-Man movies? No, but I was happy we got him. Um, who was supposed to direct this before he Sam Raimi jumped in? Oh, I, I know it was somebody, but uh, I can't remember. I can't remember the person. Yeah, I know but, it was. I'm pretty sure, though, it was. Uh, it was a horror director. So, um, some people are putting this in their horror movie. List. This was not a horror movie. I don't care what anybody says. They're pretty yeah. loose. Well, that was pretty, the original idea for it. I know. So. Pretty loose with that word horror, but um, um, the movie was cool. I, I did like the cameos. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, I love her coming back as Wanda. That was awesome. Of course, Wong, Benedict Wong, he was awesome. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch, he's Doctor Strange. I mean, I, that's it. I can't see anyone else doing it. I don't know. Eventually, we'll probably get someone else. But uh, to see the uh, the Illuminati guys, Professor X, Patrick Stewart, John uh, Luke Picard, him coming back, that was awesome. Uh, Anton Mount, Black Bolt. If I know everybody hated, um, uh, what the hell was that show? Inhumans. <laughs> yeah, every, <laughs> everyone hated that show. I was like the only one that liked it. Uh, I was happy that he came back and it um, didn't say anything. But yeah, but uh, John Krasinski is Reed Richards. Are we getting that? I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, Charlie Theron as a Sela. Awesome. Um, uh, Bruce Campbell as Papa Pizza Papa, of course. Him and <laughs> Sam Raimi are like bros. Um, but I was just like, oh, come on. I, I wanted a little bit more because I loved the first Doctor Strange movie we got. And then when he popped up in Spider-Man and uh, all the other Avenger things, it was awesome. But I just, I didn't leave the theater like, oh my God, this was amazing. But I was just like, yeah, it was cool. I liked what was going on. I just more, I just mainly flipped out on all the Evil Dead stuff of of all that, and knowing that this is this is how Sam Raimi uh, films his films, and to have the 
the um, the demons and everything that were flying around look like those demons that were in the Evil Dead. Even had uh, Bruce Campbell's car from the Evil Dead uh, in it, floating around. And that whole uh, scene when uh, Pizza Papa was punching himself, exactly from Evil Dead 2, which was amazing. I love those guys that did the side-by-side comparison, but... Overall, special effects awesome. I, I liked it. I just wanted a little bit, little bit more in it, but I did, I did love it. I thought, I thought it was an awesome film. And uh, that was your number four, right? Right. Yeah. So might as well. But all right, what do you got for number oh, three? Earthquake. Earthquake underway. Again. <laughs> yeah, I must have. That must have been me. No, I'm saying. <laughs> Here we had we just had a little shake. Did it stop? Yeah. Just right when you said push. earthquake, I looked at my lamp and it was shaking. But then I think that was just me because my hands on my desk. <laughs> I had to look up at the um the little chandelier type thing hanging from my ceiling and none of that's moving. So but well, wasn't as big as the last one, everyone. Right. Um, Talk about that when we get to the regular show. But, uh, yeah, number three, what do you got? Number three, I'm going to go with the Batman. Yes. Uh, Didn't get a lot from DC this year, and DC is all over the place. But, uh, yeah, this was an amazing take on Batman. Uh, One of my favorite takes They've had, and it's crazy to me that uh, they haven't greenlit, even before the James Gunn takeover, uh, they never greenlit the the, uh, the sequel on this. And this did well in the box office, and it got love, both fan love and critical love. So I'm not sure what the holdup is. Um, James Gunn may have a different idea for for uh, for a Batman for this new connected universe, but um, you know, hopefully they can they can make room for 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 this Batverse. Uh, supposedly they were doing the the Penguin TV show at HBO Max, but who knows what's on and off there? It seems like kind of everything got uh, paused or canceled. Uh, and all these shakeups, because not only was there a DC shakeup, there's like a Warner Brothers, like Discovery shakeup, HBO thing. So all those, like uh, all the future, like Game of Thrones projects are like on pause right now too. So, but uh, yeah, this Batman uh, was awesome. It was awesome theatrical experience, and I really loved this take. Uh, on the bat, uh, I this this is this is way up there in the uh, bat rankings for me. So, yeah, the Batman is number three for me. All right, my number three. I'm gonna go with Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, the people of Wakanda fight to protect their home. From inverting world powers as they mourn the death of King T'Challa. Direct, written direct by Ryan Coogler. Uh, we did talk about it. Um, it was it was good. It was sad. Cried multiple times in this film. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I can't remember what episode we went on uh, about it, but it, it was it was it was a good movie. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I only saw it the one time, and uh, little bits of it, little clips on online and everything. But um, it wasn't what I wanted. Um, but go back and listen to when we were talking about. It. But for but for what it was, I mean, everything I thought it was really cool. Um, uh, the the effects. Uh, Sherry uh, becoming Black Panther, but we we didn't get that until the very very end. Uh, Angela Bassett, beautiful, love that she she's in this, and uh, Namor. Ooh, I can't even pronounce this guy's name. Ten Tenok or Hirata, I think that's how you say his name. I don't know, but he was awesome as Namor. Um, and the uh, the Avatar, blue people. That's what everyone kept calling him. But um, it 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 was what it was. I really enjoyed what was going on. Uh, the surprise of uh, Killmonger coming in, uh, which was crazy, uh, but I was happy that happened. And um, Mbaku, Winston Duke, he's just awesome, period. So, but yeah, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. That's coming in in my uh, number three spot. All right. Uh, I guess on to number two for me. Uh, it's all films you mentioned here. Obviously, uh, from here on out, this is where uh, Love and Thunder is going to fall for me. Uh, like you said, uh, it didn't live up to uh, Ragnarok, but still love uh, what Taika does with films and love him as Korg. And I still thought this film was a lot of fun. Like you, I've watched it uh, a few times now, a couple of times here at home once it hit uh, Blu-ray. So... Yeah, um, for me, yeah, definitely one of my uh, favorite uh, Marvel moments of the year was this film. So um, I guess, I don't know what uh, Hemsworth's future is as Thor in the MCU. He went from saying he always wanted to play Thor to Finding out he like carries a gene that uh, means Alzheimer's may be in his future. So he wanted to take a step back from acting. And then as soon as he said that, he just had some interview where now he's ready for uh, Thor to be done in the MCU. So uh, I, I think, he, you know, he's a little all over the place with it, but probably the best thing to do is just sit and, and think on it. So don't uh, make too rash a decision on it but um yeah i'll be interested to see where it goes and yeah i i i did love this entry that's uh love and thunder at my number two spot all right my number two is black adam i know black people adam. Were, yeah people were calling it that i thought this movie was awesome <laughs> i loved it uh, i watched it a couple times as soon as it hit uh, hbo <laughs> Um, uh, nearly 5,000 years after he was destroyed with an almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb ready to unleash a unique form of justice on the modern world uh, after the film came out and Henry Cavill coming Cavill whatever you're going to call him coming back as Superman at the end of this film 
And now he's not doing it. And The Rock is like, ah, I guess Black Adam's done the one and done thing. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. But Sounds like what, it's one and done. Yeah, but so. for what the film was, if this is it, I was happy with it. Um, I was hoping that we were going to get uh, Shazam in it, but we didn't. So, But I thought this movie was cool. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, uh, Dr. Fate, and Aldous Hodge as Hawkman. Um, Noah Centino as Adam Smasher and Quintessa Swindell as Cyclone and everybody else that was in this. Um, Sarah Shahi Shahi as Adrian Tomas. She was awesome in this. Uh, everybody that was in this. I mean, and I, the, the critics tore it apart. The fa- the fans tore it apart. I, I just went and expected all right, it's a comic book movie. Let's let me watch it and then make my own opinion. I liked it. I thought it was really good. Um, I love The Rock. He he's always The Rock, and he he was The Rock in this. He never doesn't do much of his uh, wrestling moves or anything, but it was good. I really enjoyed for what it was. And if this is all we get, then I'm happy uh, with it. Um, and the, the cast was awesome. The effects were they the greatest? No. Some of the CGI kind of like went, eh, what are you guys doing in here? But I enjoyed it for what it was. It was a comic book movie for 2022, and Black Adam is coming in my number two spot. Yeah, um, does sound like it's 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 it for it. Uh, that's too bad, because not only do we have that, like, they've got all these other films on deck, and it's like, okay, but they're all being wiped away by this new DC. It's, it's kind of weird because we've got on slate to come. They still want to drop that flash movie. They got Shazam coming. They got, uh, uh, Aquaman coming. Um, although I did hear Zachary Levi say that, uh, he already got word that, uh, Shazam is all good to go as far as this new, uh, DC goes so he gets to uh, play along. I guess they have confidence in him and this new uh, Shazam film. He was good in the first one. I was happy with it. Yeah. So it's interesting. Whatever this new DC is going to be, it definitely seems like they're going to pick and choose from what's already out. So I don't know, but it is weird. Like especially uh, Flash. Like, I don't know. <laughs> All I can do is wait and see. Yeah. Anyways, at my number one spot, um, probably guessed it. It's probably not hard to guess this list, and we already mentioned it. But for me, it was uh, Wakanda Forever, and it was for reasons like you mentioned. It's just the emotionality of it and you know how moving it was and you know just how invested uh you you just became in the story and i loved what they did with uh with namor and the the whole uh mayan aztec uh culture and civilization they got into that was cool um obviously it's a hit too so uh we will see more Panther somewhere and or Namor will return 
somewhere somehow also. So uh, that'll be interesting to see when it happens. But uh, on top of all that, uh, the one thing we do know for sure is uh, Riri Williams, Ironheart. Uh, she's already filmed her Disney Plus show. Uh, I guess they just need to get the effects on it done, but it will be coming out at some point during uh, this next year, 2023. So uh, really looking forward to that, um, especially how they do whatever armor they end up doing. Um, Though she is Ironheart, um, small spoiler for Wakanda Forever, <laughs> she did get her Mark II armor taken by Shuri, so she's not taking that into the show. So I was like, okay, well, I guess they're like getting away from doing that effect, but uh, they're going to have to do some effect. But anyways, back to the film. Uh, like I said, for me, I loved it. I just loved it so much just because it was something that really made you feel on so many levels uh, from the beginning to the end. And uh, yeah, I just really loved it. So easy choice for me. The Wakanda Forever was my number one comic book movie, 2022. All right, my number one. This when I saw this, I knew nothing was gonna be better uh, the rest of the year. And this is the Batman. This movie was fucking awesome. I loved it. I saw it three times in the theater, and once it hit HBO Max, uh, finally got the the Steel Book. And oh my god, I knew everybody when we found out who um, was gonna be Bruce Wayne, Batman. Uh, Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson, everybody was like, what? Ah, is he going to sparkle and this and that? If that's all you know who Robert Patton is, uh, Edward Cullen from the Twilight films, you are missing a lot of his films that are good. This kid can act. So that's why I was like, you know what? When, when they announced him, I said, I'm in because this kid has proven to me that he's not just a little sparkly vampire. Paul Dano, um, I was a little iffy on how the Riddler looked. So I was kind of like, I know Paul Dano, he's, he's an awesome actor. He's good in everything. Jeffrey Wright, he's good in everything. Colin Farrell, is he good in everything? Not everything. But I did love him as, um, what's his name of the gentleman? <laughs> he was a badass in that. John yes. Duro, he's good in everything. Um, Zoe Kravitz, beautiful. Um, took me a minute, but I, I can take her as Catwoman, Selena Kyle. But, man, this movie was amazing. I loved everything. And even what's his name from uh, the um, Eternals? Uh, he was um, the Joker. But they, they have oh, him, right, right. They yeah. just have him as uh, the unknown Arkham prisoner. Uh, Barry Kiagan. I can't even pronounce his last name. Uh, we'll see. I don't think um, uh, the Joker is going to be the, the next villain in the next film. We'll see. But um, this one, it was good. This one was like a detective film. I think this was year two, I believe, yes. um, from what I remember. <clears throat> but it was awesome. I, When we first saw the pictures of how he looked, I didn't like his cowl. I still kind of don't like it. Um, but the rest of his, uh, his outfit and everything, I thought it was cool. The little things he had on his arms was cool. I loved the little bat symbol uh, on his chest. Uh, the Batmobile, that whole scene was tough. And uh, Colin Farrell as um, um, Penguin. Penguin uh, Oslo, what the hell is his name? 
Oswald Cobblepot. Oswald Cobblepot. And hopefully we get that show. He was awesome. And when we found out he was he was gonna be the penguin, when they show him in the trailer, that first trailer we got, we we're like, that's him. I mean, they really they really put on the the makeup for him, the prosthetics and everything. So, but man, he was awesome in it. I just loved everything in it. I mean, he's a Bridges Meredith. That's the Penguin. Everyone else is cosplayers, but he did, he did an awesome job, and I love. Uh, I can't wait to see what he does uh, with this with this TV show if, if they're doing it. But I don't know. Um, but it's supposed to be ta- if they do it, it's supposed to be taking place like right after this. So, but. Is he going to be in it? I don't know. I'm sure they'll mention him. But if, if he makes a cameo in it, I'm, I'm all for it. But uh, the Riddler, like I said, I wasn't really sure on what they were doing because it was just kind of like um, a saw type of thing, uh, a jigsaw type of character. And it was a little more darker um, version uh, of the Riddler as well as the Joker and I loved it. This one, it took it back to the old detective films. Um, if you do remember, like the golden ages of um, of, of Batman and everything, they kind of they kind of geared it off right right off of that. So it, it was it was cool. I wasn't ex- I was I knew I was gonna like it. I didn't know I was gonna love it this much. Um, Dark Knight still my number one favorite uh, Batman film. Out of all the films that we've had, um, um, what's his nuts? Adam West, he's Batman. Everyone else are cosplayers. Uh, rest in peace. But I loved what they did with this one. Um, please don't take it out of out of this direction. Keep keep this going. Keep going with how you how you made how really dark this film was and how dark um, Bruce Wayne was. Keep it, keep it like that. I loved, uh, I loved what they did with all that. Especially, um, I liked it when he was Bruce Wayne when he didn't have the the costume on and everything. I, I thought that was really cool. And what's his nuts? Um, Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth. He was awesome in this. So I don't know. I don't know exactly where we're gonna go in the next film, but um, take your time with it and just give us another awesome detective story. Because that's what this one was. It wasn't. I was iffy on should we put this in comic book movies? Because same thing with like the Joker. Uh, I guess we're getting another one of that. Which is, I watch it. I don't know if I'll love it as much as I did as that first one, but because it, it was this was. I said it with my initial review. It wasn't a comic book movie. It was like just cops and robbers. That's what I really loved about this. So, but course you gotta throw the batman in it and it was awesome i love this film it was just i couldn't believe it i was glad i got to see it uh, a few days before it was released and the the crowd was packed in there i saw it in imax and that whole scene with the batmobile when he was chasing the penguin was amazing i loved it still doesn't beat the dark knight uh, scene when the, they were chasing um when the joker was trying to get um what's his name two-face um Harvey Dent, when that when they were uh, racing under the streets of uh, Gotham City, aka Chicago, um, nothing beat that one. That was awesome. But this this was tough, man. The the Batmobile, same thing. We'll go back to that first picture we saw. 
I didn't know how it was going to be in action. But when we saw that picture, I love muscle cars and that shit was tough. And then when we first saw the first trailer or teaser or whatever, when they showed it driving and how it sounded, man, if I was a billionaire playboy like uh, Bruce Wayne, hell yeah, I would have one of those. I would have the nothing but muscle cars. And they would sound just as tough. I mean, they, they, they basically put like a jet engine on this thing. <laughs> and it was it was badass. My son has, or my grandson has the uh, the Batmobile. I got it from for his birthday. But, oh, man. Uh, Buster, he really loves Batman. My youngest grandson. And he'll watch it when whatever Batman shows on and it's the action. When they're talking, he could care less. But when we watched the... Um, the Batmobile scene, he went and got his Batmobile and sat there and he was watching it going and all that with his uh, his little Batman figures and everything. So, but yeah, the Batman, yeah, like I said, after I watched this, I said nothing that comes out the rest of the year is going to be better than this. And I was right because this movie was fucking awesome. I loved it. I wanted to put it in regular movies, but I was like, ah, nah. Let's just keep Batman is a comic book character, so we're going to keep it with that. And yeah, that's my number one. So from number eight, uh, my list, Samaritan. Number seven, Thor, Love and Thunder. Six, Morbius. Five, DC League of Super Pets. Number four, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Three, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Number two, Black Adam. And number one, The Batman. Run down your list. Yeah, and mine was five, Morbius. Four, Multiverse of Madness. Three, The Batman. Two, Love and Thunder. And one was Wakanda Forever for me. All right, everyone. That is it for Disney Plus TV show slash one HBO Max. And then our comic book movies of, uh, for 2022. Yeah, I, I have no idea what's coming for 2023. And we'll be back again. Well, with lists, I mean, dude, I don't even know what's coming other than Spider-Verse. I mean, uh, we got the next up in the MCU in February. The first thing is uh, uh, Kang's arrival, uh, Ant-Man, uh, Quantumania. And then when's that, uh, um... Guardians of the Galaxy is yeah. summer. And what else is there? Marvel wise next year. They've got Oh, the Marvels, of course. We were just talking about it. The Marvels is uh I think late in the year. So at the very least we're getting those three films. Other than Spider Man, I think I'm I'm more I'm really excited for uh the Marvels. I just want to yep. see um Kamala Khan in action again. Yeah, yeah. And and to be with everyone else, and I know everyone, right. uh, everyone complaining already. Haven't even seen <laughs> it. Take it easy, everyone. Just watch it. Yeah. But all right, I'm excited to- for Kang. I'm excited for Kang. Uh, it's coming soon. Like we're, it's about to hit January, and then we'll be a month away from uh, Quantumania. So. Yeah, well, a couple. Yeah, of, it's a few more weeks, everyone. We'll be up. back. Let's talk about that. So, but. Um, with that, everyone, this is just the, the first episode. I think we got a couple more of our best of. So, TV just, uh, and film. Yep. So come back for that. I'm gonna throw in my horror list in the in the movies. So, sure. uh, but w- with that, everyone, just uh, be safe out there. Come back for more. And um, if you're over on the East Coast, Happy New Year. So until Happy then, 
be safe out there drink responsibly and party on yep thanks everyone for listening till next time have fun be safe and we'll see you next time you society